I would first of all like to invite you to try to catch up with all of our episodes. We have over 670 episodes now since January of 2020. We try to cover every topic imaginable regarding Costa Rica, and our episodes are between two and eight minutes long. Sometimes they go a little bit longer, but we try to keep them short simply because we know you're busy, we respect your time, and candidly, maybe you just have no reason to think about that specific topic of that day. Maybe it does not interest you, so you aren't wasting too much time. The fact of the matter is that there's so many topics that I don't expect you (laughs) to have an interest in every one of them. But hopefully we can get at least one out of ten for you. Uh, A lot of our information comes from the online daily news sources. And today, this was written by Jack Donnelly about four days ago. And it was the Birds of Atenas. And I want to talk to you about this real quick. Atenas likes to proclaim that it has the best climate in the world. I can't vouch for the best in the world, but at 2,290 feet of altitude, which is about 700 meters, it is significantly warmer than my previous home in Heredia. I can vouch for that. This altitude is for Atenas Centro, the center of town. In fact, there are many hotels and homes and neighborhoods located in the surrounding hills at much higher elevations. The variety of altitudes combined with a great deal of agriculture, land, and forest makes Atenas an attractive place for many species of birds. The birds in this article were all photographed from where I live, a little outside of and higher than the center of town. And I will have a link in the program notes associated with this specific episode. The first thing that he talks about, the first bird, is the keel-billed toucan. It's the most common toucan in Costa Rica. I have even heard they are beginning to return to the Central Valley. This is the toucan, and you'll see the photograph when you go to the link, but this is the toucan that you see on many of the advertisements, the billboards, and many of the walls at the Juan Santa Maria International Airport. People tend to think of toucans as very benevolent and humorous creatures. Uh, there's even a cartoon toucan who sells breakfast cereal. In fact, they are, they are omnivores and they are nest raiders. He goes on to say that I recently watched a small group of juvenile toucans raid and destroy the nest of a pair of blue-gray tanagers. They eat fruit, seeds, lizards, snakes, and the eggs of nestlings or other birds. They are social birds, rarely seen alone. They live in groups, piling into a hole in a tree to maintain body heat through the night. So those beautiful little innocent creatures are really thugs. (laughs) But you know what? That's what nature's all about, isn't it? The second bird he speaks of is the blue-crowned motmot. Now this is beautiful. Can't wait for you to see the photograph. The blue-crowned motmot is a common bird found in a wide range of environments. It can be seen from lowland forests to highland coffee farms and shady gardens as well. Despite this, it is a highly sought-after bird by visiting birders. I have heard birders describe in hushed, reverent tones the sighting of a motmot. Most of the six species of motmots in Costa Rica share very distinctive tail feathers. They have two round feathers that protrude beyond the main body of the tail. 
These are known as racket tip tails. Motmots tend to swing their tails in a pendulum motion, giving them the nickname clockbirds. Interesting. They are mostly carnivores, small reptiles, insects, and worms, but they do consume some fruit as well. They have two attributes, attributes I should say, that aid them in the hunt. First, they have fearsomely serrated upper beaks. Secondly, they are impressive acrobatic flyers. The third bird noted is a gray hawk. It lives in the open country or on the edges of forest, and their diet consists of lizards, snakes, small mammals, birds, and of course, frogs. This bird is often confused with the gray-lined hawk. Costa Rica is the only country where this confusion can take place because the ranges of the two species do not overlap. The range of the gray-lined hawk runs from southern Costa Rica to the south, while the range of the gray hawk is from southern Costa Rica to the north. The fourth bird is called the Montezuma oropendula. This is a very attractive bird that gets far more attention for their nests and their captivating appearance. They build the long hanging woven nest that can be seen swinging in the breeze high above the ground. Many restaurants and hotels display these nests for the enjoyment of visitors. The folk wisdom on these birds is that they eat noxious creatures like scorpions and poisonous spiders that other birds will not go after. In fact, the males are more than twice the weight of the females. Therefore, males will hunt larger prey on thicker branches while the females can venture out onto the smaller branches and pick insects off the undersides of leaves, and they also eat fruit. They inhabit forests and open woodland. They are very gregarious birds nesting in groups. The Crimson Fronted Parakeet. This is a beautiful bird. It's a common bird in most of Costa Rica. Even in the Central Valley, they can often be seen flying in pairs or small flocks high overhead and squawking loudly. They are the largest parakeet in Costa Rica. They feed on fruit. And there's a large tree about 20 feet from the rider's rear patio. Nobody has been able to identify it, and recently its fruit ripened. The gentleman awoke to find it alive with these colorful birds. There was also a plague of squirrels and several other birds. This pretty much picked it clean in one very loud day, and this gentleman did not get any fruit that day. Atenas is less than an hour from the western suburbs. In addition to wonderful birds, it offers many fine hotels and excellent cuisine of all sorts. It's an easy place to visit and a great escape from the hubbub of San Jose. And again, we thank a gentleman who is an excellent writer by the name of Jack Donnelly. And I will include a link in the program notes associated with this specific episode. As always, we thank you so much for listening, and we invite you to listen to our other 670-plus episodes of our Costa Rica Pura Vida Lifestyle Podcast Series. We invite you to get caught up with all of our episodes, and we cover all topics about Costa Rica. We can be found on all major podcast venues, Radio FM, Anchor, iHeartRadio, Spotify, the Apple, and the Google Podcast platforms as well. Just Google our name, and we'll pop up for you. I've also added a link to our Costa Rica Immigration and Moving Experts website. If you are considering a move to Costa Rica and are interested in acquiring legal status for you alone or for you and your entire family, we have over 20 years of experience helping individuals and families make the move to this amazing country. 
Be sure to check us out when your interest arises. Again, that's Costa Rica Immigration and Moving Experts. Thanks again. We'll see you here tomorrow. And keep in mind that we present these podcast episodes to you seven days a week. And you know, we never try to miss a day only because there's so much good news coming out of Costa Rica and so many things to talk about that we simply want to share all of them with you immediately. Pura Vida, thanks for listening, and we will see you tomorrow.